When we do what we love, all research shows, when we do what we love, we have no option but to succeed. Correct. While when we just take jobs for the sake of the salary at the end of the month, we find ourselves in the same spiral. We go, end up in jobs we hate, etc. So the first base is, is people really identifying the purpose of their work, their purpose. And, and, and this is the basis of what we promote in, in, the, uh, in the occupational dimension. Do we know what we love and do we do it? Now it's about that time. Talk Wellness. With Anjan. Welcome to episode three of Talk Wellness, brand new show. So I thank you for your support. And today we have another exceptional guest, somebody who's had a very interesting and amazing transformation journey and how he's moved from bipolar to multipolar. multipolar. <laughs> and we're going to trace that journey today. Along with that, he's also the founder of a wellness and mental health startup. He's a mental health advocate and he's doing some fantastic events in the space of mental wellness and health. Roger, thank you so much for joining us on Talk Wellness. Anjan, thank you for having me. It's fantastic that you're leading on this amazing health movement and wellness awareness. So the idea fantastic. is just to have great guests like you and luminaries so that we can share multiple perspectives because as humans, the more biases and perspectives that we can accumulate, we're able to make informed decisions and we're able to make decisions exactly. from a more broader-minded perspective. And that's why I have guests like you to Thank give you. us uh, incredible perspectives. Thank you. Now, um, Roger is also somebody who is in the music world. He's a DJ. He has a DJ avatar and he plays conscious <laughs> music. And our today's talk is titled The Seven Dimensions of Wellness. Do you want to tell us a bit about this? Yes, sure. Well, well, Reconnect is very similar to what we said. We're about the power of choice, the power of knowledge. When people know, that means they can make better choices for their lives. And um, uh, reconnect is a mental strength and wellness um, awareness. And we say strength because of the uh, because our model or our multidimensional model is about enabling humans to be at their best human condition, mm. despite the mental challenges that they go to. And mental health is one of our seven dimensions. It's not all of them. Correct. It's one of them. So, so great. So w what are the seven dimensions and how did you classify these into seven dimensions? Take mm. us through that story first. Well, the, the theory of the seven dimensions is not something that we created, but rather that's something that we adopted. It's a theory that came out in the late um, 80s and it came out by a medical uh, expert, thought leader, who actually um, looked, and even as a physician, he looked at the human as multidimensional, seven dimensions. And those are physical health, emotional, social intellectual, occupational, environmental, and spiritual. Amazing. So based on these seven dimensions, uh, this doctor recommends that if we are looking after each of the seven dimensions on daily or at least ongoing basis, then we can be at our best human condition. Now, I'm assuming the goal is to move it from ongoing, which means like once in a while, to daily, and then eventually moment to moment. Yes. That's yoga, actually. Yeah. Constant yeah. self-regulation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the seven dimensions also have a link to uh, yogic literature, which where the number seven is very important, including yeah. uh, the popularly seven chakras, you know, and so many other things with the number seven. So exactly. uh, among these seven dimensions, which one do you feel mm -hmm. in today's world because of the pandemic yeah. and because of so much stress and worry and tension that people are really need to work on? Well, you, you know, I think most people are aware um, 
that taking care of their physical health is very important mm. but not a lot of people know Correct. so the physical dimension they pretty much but not a lot of people know um that actually um the number of mental illness cases has doubled in the last 20 years because mm. of poor nutrition so it's not just about exercise it's Correct. what we put in our bodies Absolutely. right what do we eat uh, how do we eat it and you're also aware in the yoga culture there's a classification of Absolutely. foods based on their energetic composition Um so it's not just about going to the gym it is also our um you know in a yurvedic philosophy our body there are three doshas yes and each of those doshas there's one thing in common they need to move Absolutely. And movement can be dance, movement can be exercise, it could be yoga, it could be whatever the person finds suitable for themselves. So to ask my question again among the seven dimensions, yeah. which one do you feel mm-hmm. or which ones do you feel need more attention? Because you said physical yeah. dimension people are pretty much yeah. taking care of. You know, working in 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 mental health means that we believe um that our mental health is 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 becoming more and more of a um necessity to take care of mm. and there's so much lack of awareness about how to take care of our mind and there's so much in my opinion a lot of also misleading information true um so uh, taking care of our mind is is also through uh, knowledge is about knowing what are our options who do we go to mm-hmm. how do we select our healers or our psychologists so, so are you saying you can't choose one dimension that's a bit depleted you'd say all seven need to be worked on yes for sure i think you know that that's the whole theory of the seven dimensions you can go to a psychologist for 12 15 years and nothing will change if you are not taking care of your body if you're not making changes in who you surround with and the social yeah. component yep. if you don't keep educating yourself to so that you don't feel obsolete in your life your mm. intellect uh what about our our work like we 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 all went into the corporate world into jobs we never knew about self management we never knew about mindfulness we never knew about work life balance but how important are these aspects in terms of maintaining our um healthy lives and our mental health so many people like this is the age of anxiety de- depression and 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 burnouts and burnouts in my case i mean you know um yeah, you know, yeah, i want i, I want to surely hear your yeah? story Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk wellness with Anjan. So my story, so it all actually happened started uh, with burnouts. Uh, and that would be a combination of extreme work conditions uh lack of self regulation self management self love um self care um and then of course lifestyle i mean for me it also was you know i never took care of of my physical body i wouldn't exercise so this was I the would, previous you yes but that previous the c- accumulation of all my bad habits lack of care for my physical body and my um i would say bad self management in my work led to and it started my story started with a burnout but mm. that burnout actually turned into a 25 day depression and that depression was mm. no sleep and can you imagine what happens to the human body after the second day of no so sleep so because of your depression and because yeah. of your worry of the future and yeah. because of your imagination from the past you really couldn't sleep i couldn't sleep for okay. 25 days how did you manage Well you get suicidal mm. your mind can't take it anymore 
um, your, 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 you know, our brain has, has, has a certain capacity to go without sleep, without rest. And we overexert our bod bodies and our minds. And to reach to that burnout is always an accumulation. Um, so, yeah, these uh, and lots of people, um, millions of people around the world are suffering from symptoms of exhaustion, which are can manifest as a mental illness, because at some point in my life that manifested in symptoms of bipolar disorder. Mm. And um, and that spiraled into, you know, for me, it spiraled into into psychiatric hospitals, it spiraled into three years of medication of loss of jobs, loss of career, loss of reputation, stigma, you know, yeah, people yeah. talk about stigma. Now we um, know where you were. Yeah. Let's talk about what changed and how you changed it. That's the interesting yeah. part for everybody listening to Talk Wellness. I changed my mind. I think this and is how, where... How did that happen? Obviously, it wasn't overnight. You know, I, I think we hear a lot about the story of darkness into light, that you probably need to be at the worst place in your life mm. to start maybe appreciating the small things that happened with us. I think it was just one day where I lost everything that I've ever built from career to money to, um, to you know, a home to, and then I came, came back here to the UAE at 39 with nothing. Mm. And at some point, I mean, I have a daughter and I always say my daughter saved me because mm. she always gave me that reason to hold on. But she, she was your why, like Simon Snake says. Exactly, yeah. Uh, she was my why. And then that's why, I, you, literally, I, I think it was just one day I just couldn't accept where I was anymore. Mm. Mm. Uh, thinking, feeling, living illness, mental illness. And believing it and fitting into it um, and letting it take control of my life. And this is where one day I just decided, no, I don't That's want it. that. I don't want that. And then, and how was the process of change? Like, what did you do? Uh, did you know yeah. about the seven dimensions of wellness? Or that's something you figured out later? Uh, it was all like a step-by-step -step, um, exploration. But for me, the seven dimensions came as a natural... I healed in that way and then I found out about the seven okay, dimensions okay. when I actually thought consciously about the change. But, you know, for me, it was really funny because my recovery started the first week of lockdowns mm. um, during uh, COVID. And I met my neighbors and they were playing badminton. Now, I, I played racket sports. I never played badminton so i decided to you know i mean there's nothing to do during lockdown so let's play badminton okay. and i started playing badminton and this is where my physical health mm. started making me feel good and it, automatically you were having endorphins which were making exactly, you feel happy exactly so this is this was the start so this started making me feel good now the fact that i was meeting new people playing with them badminton making new friends which mean my social components opened up. up yes right once my social component we started having discussions what are we going to do in our life what's happening with covid what do i do our careers and this is where that also social circle new social circles started opening opportunities oh why don't you meet this person why don't you meet this person it's a so i think really one thing led to another mm. and i was re-exploring myself my gifts my um uh, my forgotten gifts, you know, at the end of the day, I worked for remembering exactly. And for 20 years, I had an amazing career. You know, I'm a marketeer. I work for multinationals. Bless them. I mean, I had fantastic time. I um, I reached re general management and, um, and, and multinationals. 
And you know, when you go through this after, you forget who you are. And Correct. I think it was a self of rediscovery. Like a loss of identity, maybe? No, complete loss of identity, of course. Uh, you know, when, when, when you go into that dark, dark tunnel, you, there's nothing that can kind of even take you out of it. And you're just stuck there for many years. Um, you know, and, and also being on medications doesn't help. Mm -hmm. With the social also stigma around mental illness, you yes. are looked at with sympathy. And, mm -hmm. you know, at Reconnect, we talk about And you, and you didn't want that. You didn't want to be looked at with pity or sympathy exactly you were like let me leave me alone and that created further distance perhaps you know, sympathy doesn't help anybody true doesn't help anybody you, you at want all. actionable steps you you want empathy you mm. want relatability you want connection right i mean Absolutely. even when we are in our worst conditions we want people to ask us rather than assume about us Correct. and you know here there's when it comes especially to mental illness there's people assume and that's why we have talk wellness where yeah. we don't want to assume about your state instead exactly. we want to give you empathetic perspectives with which you can transform and shift yourself yeah. whether it's your mental wellness or your physical wellness or your emotional wellness or your yeah. spiritual wellness uh, and so we're going to run through the seven dimensions of wellness in just yeah. a moment you're listening to the ep3 that's episode three of talk wellness with my special guest roger about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. Roger, it's a pleasure having you on episode three of Talk Wellness. Thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Thank you. And Roger, because of his personal journey, I think, uh, you know, when somebody's gone through something, we are the best person to share. That's why I've invited you to talk about the seven dimensions of wellness. Let's start. We listed them before. So I'm going to start first with the physical dimension. And I think the physical dimension is also one of misunderstood fields. 80% of people who are um, facing depression is actually driven, for example, by vitamin D deficiency. Hmm. Um, so not going out in the sun enough, basically. Exactly. Not going out in the sun, not doing outdoor activities. Um, besides, I was telling you before, um, there has studies, recent studies have shown the direct correlation between doubling of mental illnesses and the change in nutrition that we are seeing in our kind of modern days. Mm. The shift to um, kind of unhealthy foods, maybe dry even, foods. Maybe even food that we think that's healthy but has GMO in it. For example, so it could be it could be different. So there has been a spike and, an, and and a dangerous spike in mental illnesses globally because of poor nutrition. And the link is quite um, quite um, obvious um, because the, the, those studies have been done on people, and the same studies done on people with placebos, where they were given micronutrients. And those micronutrients positively affected the symptoms that were being faced, the mental symptoms. So those who had better nutrition had reductions or even complete healing mm -hmm. from... Simply um, from the food they were eating. From the food they were eating. You know, gut health, you know, we talk about gut health, but how important it is. It's not just about the food, it's how healthy, how do, do we detoxify? So I think there's a lot in, in the physical component beyond the, let's go to the gym. And this is where we, we encourage people to start talking. There's plenty of amazing health uh, health coaches and nutrition coaches. And an Dubai. amazing podcast and video show called Talk Wellness. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 you, you know, know, our intention is to feature gut health yeah. experts, nutritionists, yeah. Ayurvedic yeah. dietitians, and all of them will be coming up in the upcoming episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what we're doing. We're always presenting solutions, different solutions to, that appeal to different needs. Uh, we work with the endomorph diet, which is uh, based on a 
Ayurvedic philosophy. We work with health coaches, nutri nutrition coaches, and there are plenty. And they are there to really help and to provide you with not one size fits all um, nutrition, but rather nutrition that suits your lifestyle. The, your so your advice is to find nutrition that suits you. Exactly. And yeah. not copy what somebody else is saying. And find a nutritionist who can yeah. custom make something yeah. for you. I, I don't like to name, but there, there are a bunch of like international, globally adopted now diets. And no, I, you I, can name them. Uh, keto, for example, it's like what, what kind of pops up. This show is all about uncommon yeah. opinions. <laughs> now, you know, in, in Ayurveda, there are three doshas. Now, the uh, keto diet is suitable for only one of them. True. For the other two, it gets them into it's depression more, and anxiety it's, and it's heart. It's poison. It's poison. So it, it only works on one body type. So when somebody just adopts keto for the sake of, oh, oh, my friend did it and they lost weight and they're doing fantastic, doesn't mean it's going to work for you because you're a different body composition. Correct. Your body is going to deal with that material and food completely different than your other friend. If you've heard of the keto diet and if you have friends having the keto diet, send us a message, leave a comment. We'll really appreciate hearing from you and what you think of the keto diet or any of these other diets, which some of them are actually fads. Right. Well, you, you know, I, I really think uh, proper nutrition happens when somebody knows your body and really asks about there are different ways to identify what body type you are. And mm. there are specialists who will customize according Correct. to your body type. And these are the kind of um, coaches and nutritionists that we deal with. So don't be your own dietitian. Exactly. Is your advice. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so sure. have you covered the physical dimension? Yes, with that? I have. Okay, let's go to the next one. Well, the next one is the emotional dimension. And this, which, this is normally what what you know is covered in mental health which which is really funny because emotions and mental health are like kind of a bit disconnected what, what when we that? talk about emotions we talk about the heart mm. so when we talk about Though the heart is just a physical muscle not as a as a, as a power um, okay. as a power house mm. i would say for our for us as a humanity and the emotions so like, like like the 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 imaginary heart and not the real physical heart you know when you say emotions you say from my heart yeah. you don't actually mean the physical muscle that's pumping out blood Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the emotions. Mental health comes in the emotional dimension, but and and unfortunately, to a great extent, globally, the mental health industry has become about healing the brain, mm. pharmaceutically or whatever. When the problem is actually a problem of the heart, which means which is not the trauma. physical heart. Exactly. It is trauma. It's emotional center. problems. It is trauma. It is, it is unfortunately rape. It is sexual harassment. It is abuse. It is violence. Any kind of PTSD, exactly. basically. But, and then this is treated as a medical condition, unfortunately. Sure. So here what we always talk about in the emotional dimension is empathy and human connection. Goes, go to those healers, no matter. They are amazing psychologists, but there are also different modalities that suit different people. There is rapid transformational therapy. There is hypnosis. There's uh, um, regression. Healing, uh, healing, yeah, so many. So many. And I think it's 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 really the healer with the intention of helping you and knowing you as a human and really digging into the root cause of the problem as the person who can help you. And this is independent of modality. So um, you're saying your advice for anybody suffering with um, any kind of mental illness yeah. is to also keep the perspectives of the Western medical world in mind, but accept the perspectives of any holistic or alternative yeah mental health wellness specialists and healers yes of course i mean like i said we talk about our seven dimensions and those seven dimensions cannot be healed by one person who's 
trying to heal your emotional problems. So let's say a psychologist that you see is helping you deal with your emotional problems. But it doesn't mean if, if other components of your life are falling apart, your career, if you're not True. working, True. you don't have an ambition, you, you don't know where you coach. want to go in your, your life, how are you going to get out of that depression? So that's, that's a depression induced by lack of pursuing what your career or what you want to achieve in your life. So no psychologist can get you out of there mm. because this is where you start working on the occupational dimension. Mm. Who am I? Who do I want to be? And is that the third dimension? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the occupational dimension. Uh, the third dimension was actually the, the, the social, but... Um, occupational, uh, social uh, work. Yeah. Okay. I think social, there's this uh, something beautiful I read yesterday and it says, birds born in a cage think flying is an illness. True. Our social life, we grow up surrounded by family and cousins and distant cousins. And then we go to school and we make friends and we, you know, we, 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 we meet others at, uh, you know, uh, whether at the mosque or at the church. And then, you know, we grow up and then we find out like ourselves sometimes lonely, especially mm -hmm. when we are in trouble. And we see that we are surrounded. We surround ourselves so much with negativity, with 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 lack of ambition, with lack of. Um, you mean people who have people. lack of ambition? Yes, mm. and 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 you know the social component is is if you want to achieve what you want to achieve in your life, you got to surround yourself with those five people who are going to inspire you, support you, help you, guide you, and mentor you. Mentor you. And this is where I think there needs to be a paradigm shift in how we socialize. And socializing can be based on philosophy, activity. Why don't we do art together? Why don't we dance together? Why Amazing. don't we talk beautiful, interesting conversations together? Rather than just going s to the conventional. It's like, oh, we go to the bar and I don't know what, yeah. and we, you know, and we, we get crazy. And, and, you know, we've all done it. But at the same time, there's so much to social component and social life uh, that is driven by our interests, by what we want to achieve in our life. And the, and the moment we identify what is it or, you know, what is it that we want to do for our life, then our social life becomes beautiful. We're going to cover the rest of the dimensions in just a moment. You're listening to me and my special guest, Roger, on uh, episode number three of Talk Wellness. And uh, this one's a special. It, we, we're kind of laying down the ground for the seven dimensions of wellness. Wellness is more than just physical health. Physical health. Physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan. On episode three of Talk Wellness, we have Roger. Thanks once again for joining us, Roger. Thank you, Anjan. We covered three dimensions of wellness. Mm -hmm. We covered physical wellness, emotional wellness, and social wellness. What's next? We'll talk about the intellectual. Um, and the intellectual is... is what we tell ourselves through what we consume, I would say, do we read or do we watch, do we binge watch series? Mm -hmm. um, is what we consume every day good for us or is it not? But I'd like to talk about three very interesting things. Please. Uh, one of them is called self-theta. Basically, the first hour of sleep, in, in that one hour, anything that goes through our ear actually can change our subconscious. Mm. So what we consciously listen to 15 minutes before to sleep and keep playing for the next hour can transform actually how we think about ourselves or even the universe. And this is this is from um, psychology or neuroscience? Yes, I think th this is a combination. This is recent studies as well that show 
um, basically um, that that I mean scientifically neuroscience shows that the theta wave is super active um, during that time and the theta is the wave that is that connects the conscious with the unconscious sure. and basically what you put in your ear during that time is fascinating in what transformation for me I still it's been two years I sleep to Alan Watts Terence McKenna uh, motivational speak Jordan Peterson I stopped watching TV because if you want to sl watch TV and watch violence for mm. example and then turn it off and go to sleep what remains in your brain is violence yes and therefore we need to really disconnect and listen to things that we want to hear what a uh, great piece of advice so I hope you can do this from tonight whether you're listening or watching from tonight onwards uh, take a list of recommendations from us and watch those videos instead uh, videos that inspire you music that inspires you you know motivational talk if that's what you like or anything that creates a sense of wellness in you you can listen to talk wellness before you go to sleep um, maybe it's a great <laughs> show to listen to as you go to sleep uh, but i hope you don't fall asleep listening to us honestly <laughs> no i don't think anybody should <laughs> okay great and so this is the aspect of uh, emotional intellectual, intellectual yeah. wellness and occupational i think um you know we, we spend most of our life working and little do we know how to care for that dimension of our life. I, you know, I, um, until 2017, I had such a fascinating career. Growing fast, like, um, you know, more money, more, uh, more responsibility, more impact, more decision making. And until I crashed. And that gave you burnout. Exactly. And um, also, I was a leader. I was in a leadership um, position. And lit now when I look in retrospect, I said, what have I done to the people that I've actually managed mm. and led? What have I, have I, have I also burned them out along with me? Possibly. But, oh, very, I, very, I know. <laughs> I know. I've had revolutions a couple so of times. So if you're in a leadership position, yeah. leave a comment for us and uh, yeah. tell us whether you're going to start rethinking how mm. you are thinking of man your management role. That would be nice. I think... I think we are forced now to think of different to think differently. The corporate world has changed. We are being replaced by automation. There's an economic crisis. There is um, there there's so much happening that makes us uh, creates the need to optimize human um, capacities. So, what's your advice there? Is it to upskill constantly? No, I don't think it's just about skill. I think there's there's the main component is are the people doing the work in, in my organization, loving mm. what, what they do, doing. loving how they do it, and loving the... Who the, they do it with. Who, do, who they do it with. Wow. And I, I think this is, this is the main thing. When we do what we love, all research shows, when we do what we love, we have no option but to succeed. Correct. While when we just take jobs for the sake of the salary at the end of the month, we find ourselves in the same spiral. We go, end up in jobs we hate, etc. So the first base is, is people really identifying the purpose of their work, their purpose. And, and, and this is the basis of what we promote in, in, the, uh, in the occupational dimension. Do we know what we love and do we do it? Mm. Or, or is what we love something we do on the side? I worked all my life in brands that had the music and cultural component. That's what I loved. That I went and I applied my CVs to these companies because I wanted to work there. And fortunately, I spent 12 years of my 17-year career in the corporate world but with brands had, that I love. But still you got burnout. Yes. So that's one thing. Doing what you love okay. is, is the first catalyst for success. The second is 
doing it with love as in doing it also with self-love oh so much self-care i mean you know now also we know a lot about human opt um, uh, sorry not human optimization human design and human design is all about understanding people's energetic bodies and how they function and different people uh, you know some people they can they can they can take on 12 hour jobs they mm. call generators mm. but others they need 18 hours of rest but they are creative people and in the 6 hours they function and they they function with creative solutions and therefore um it all also the second component beyond doing what you love is doing it with love love for yourself first um, you know, it is important we rest. It is important we sleep. It is important that we manage um, work and our life balance. That's, you know, we, we speak about it, but little do we do about it. Amazing. But you know what? I reached in the end to a point after the burnouts where, you know what, 6 p.m. is my time for my daughter. It's mm. my time for my friends, for my uh, health, for my... And, and this is how and I... And so your now. advice on occupational design mm. is threefold. One, only do what you love. Yeah. Two, do it with love, which includes yeah. self-love and, other for, yeah. and for others. And three, do it with people you love. Yeah. That's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I, I, have I, have I, I captured the essence of that? Yes, and do it with people you love is, is, also, is, is also a leadership responsibility because Correct. this something comes from up to down mm. it's, a, it's a decision that organizations make to bring people close together why there, there are so many like psychogeometrics is about people in the same team understanding the communication um, uh, modes of each other uh, you know some people are about embracing others some it's about goal driven so when we know the roles of these people and how they like to be communicated with we can make the most out of their capabilities I love that coinage psychogeometrics yeah psychogeometrics is actually I believe it's a German um, science um, and it basically determines what it does it breaks people into five uh, four or five categories square triangle circle and a rectangle and a squiggle and each one of them basically it's what you associate with it's like what 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 do you choose like um so i'm a squiggle so i'm the most adaptable of all the shapes adaptability it's like a squiggle yeah, yeah I, I was just about to say i think i can be any shape i want Exactly. It can be a squiggle, a circle, Probably a squiggle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm all shapes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then there's like, let's say, triangles. Triangles are goal-driven. Mm. So if you give them a project and you say, I want you to take me there, they will take you there. Mm. But they, are, they could be ruthless mm. in the sense they don't care what they do to get the results done as long as the results get done. But the circles are the ones who bring unity bring and they embrace in. others. So if you have a triangle leading the, the mission, but a circle leading the people and motivating the people. That's a great combination. A great combination. What about the triangle, uh, the rectangle? The rec I'm, I'm not the sure square. exactly. The, well, the square is... Um, Maybe a connector who connects all yeah, the dots? I think, yeah, I mean, uh, this is one of the characteristics of the circle. The, uh, the, okay. uh, the square, square. The square can host all the uh, geometric shapes. That's right. Right? So I think, yeah, it's about kind of a combination of all. So squiggles don't make great leaders is what, you, is what you're saying. Uh, well, I'm a squiggle <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm leading myself, so that's good news. Um, I think, no, um, squiggles... Uh, you know, I think I've, I've reached to the conclusion that um, connecting with others, co-creating, collaborating is the source of all success. True. When we connect with others and we understand where our shortfalls are, uh, then we can capitalize on the strengths of others. The, the squiggle can be perceived as someone who has no idea where they're going, mm. but the squiggle can actually have an end point. Correct. But if you put obstacles 
They don't he can, stop. He can move around. They can move uh, around. They squiggle around. And this is the essence of talk wellness also. I mean, it's only episode three, but the intention is to co-create with people like you and other luminaries in the wellness space yeah. to actually give people perspectives and content that can shift their ideas and yeah. open their minds out, basically. And then whether they implemented or not is a secondary thing but talk mm. wellness the essence is co-creation so thanks for bringing that up i i think we're in a fantastic place i mean the the, the uae i think is now um um i think one of the you the, know fastest, the fed, federal fastest. mandate is for mental wellness yes but but also you know dubai has over time attracted brains and hearts and this place is full of people like you said uh, lumineers and um, wellness advocates there's so many out there and, and that's They're why this is the hidden. best place for talk wellness yeah. to be based out of yes, so of all of our guests are mostly based out of Dubai or UAE yeah. at least yeah we are in a blessed place to have all this diversity from the yogic culture to the Buddhist philosophy to whether the Christian or the Judaic or the Islamic we're surrounded by so much knowledge and so much um, beauty and, and wellness wellness is more than just physical health it's your total well-being talk wellness with anjan episode number three with roger mental wellness advocate and he's also the founder of a mental wellness startup called reconnect they're basically helping people with mental strength and wellness and it's stemmed out of roger's own personal journey with mental illness and the story of how he's rediscovered and recovered from being bipolar and now you're multipolar what, what is multipolar tell us about that well like i said in the beginning reconnect is about um being the best version of ourselves mm. so that that's and what you mean by multipolar yes i mean now i i really do so many things i write poetry um, i do uh, work in human rights and mental health um, i'm an active uh, um, person in, in that field um, i dj i organize my own events Amazing. Um, i'm leading um, a, um, you know a small team a startup there was this word coined by emily wapnick in one of the ted talks maybe we'll put up the link and she coined this term multi-potentialite multi-potentialize yeah in a ted talk yeah, yeah in a ted yeah. talk yeah. emily yeah. wapnick brilliant lady yeah. so we covered uh, five dimensions of wellness yeah. let's go to six and seven the first five dimensions were pretty much so much about us as individuals now the next two the environmental and the spiritual are our relationship with the planet mm. and with the divine force mm. and um to start with the environmental i think uh, you know um, i have a friend who, who's studying now environmental sciences and he tells me once a statement which is incredible in its simplicity and it's a power and that statement is if we go the planet stays if the planet stays everything goes mm. so therefore if we go by the planet stays there is a possibility of a regeneration of, of life a, forms of life forms but if we destroy that planet then that might not be even possible the yeah. priority is for the planet and i think it's about time that we all you know think beyond these we turn the light one one you know once a year to celebrate something and rather start um i mean f- first we can all contribute to our environment um uh, which is our overall environment the environment of the planet what are we doing to protect it and to contribute to its wellness the second is what are we doing with our own environment mm. with our own surroundings with our space with our space that has so much impact on us and 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 you i mean i'm not a an expert on feng shui but it's the art of or oh, vastu shastra from india 
Sorry, yeah. Or Vastu Shastra. The art of space. Yeah. So how you yes. allocate space, how do you allow light, the, the smell, the five senses, how are they triggered? What are you doing to keep yourself peaceful? Or are you just a bunch of mess? Mm. Right? So our space, whether our office or w our home or our bed or what we place in our homes is so important. How we choose where to live, in what environment, um, in pollution, not in pollution, outside this. So I think there's there's a lot that we can also do to improve the quality of, l of our living by taking care better of our own spaces and overall on the planet. The yogic ideology has a very simple concept. It says if you see something as separate from you, you will want, you will not have the love for it that you can. So in yoga, in the traditions, basically the idea is to simplify this division. So for example, we don't realize that half of our lung is a tree, right? Yeah. And if we saw a tree as half of our lung, we wouldn't be cutting it. It's because we have this division. Oh, this is me. That's the tree. So I can exactly. cut it. Yeah. And we don't realize the tree gives us the oxygen we need and we give it the carbon dioxide it needs. So half of our lung is actually outside us. Yeah. And that's why I love yoga because it simplifies things. You know, it's really funny uh, when you talk about, uh, about the tree. Um, a few days ago, I saw this random post on, on Instagram or something uh, where Elon Musk is awarding like $50 million for a solution to increase the oxygen. In the and somebody answered... It's trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he, he's basically giving an award for an innovation that creates what mm. trees are creating. Mm. But uh, he's probably giving that award to create oxygen on Mars because that's his probably. end goal, <laughs> right? Okay, uh, the seven dimension, uh, spiritual well, awareness. Maybe should take trees to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> the soil there doesn't support Spiritual trees. dimension, I think, um, I think this is one of the most important components of our life. And, and, and this comes out of my personal belief, and this is my personal belief is also an accumulation of Your knowledge of different philosophies and religions. Uh, and it says, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, not actually physical beings having mm. spiritual experience. So therefore, in our essence, we are spirit. And if we start looking at spirituality as something that is beyond us, then we are completely mistaken. Spirituality is within us. True. And uh, this is what every philosophy probably in the world and Very religion true. says. It's within us once we look inward. And when we look inward, we can look through prayer, we can look through um, meditation, through yoga, through so many practices. Music, dance. Music, dance, exactly. Painting, art. Painting, art. So we each explore our spiritual dimension in the way that is suitable for us. But the one thing that I think everybody agrees to is sit sit and look inside mm, look within so look within i'd like to add on to what you said in the tantric philosophy or the tantric ideologies we have a simple concept saying we are of course human beings having a spiritual experience occasionally and like you said we're spiritual beings having this human experience but also the aspect that the divine wants to experience humanity through us exactly so uh, humans experiencing divinity is common through all the practices you said, but through Tantra, the divine experiences yeah. humanity. So then thereby meeting both the polarities. Just I, a perspective I wanted yes, to share with course. you. Yes, of course. I mean, look, Abrahamic religions, um, so that's Christianity, Islam and Judaism. Um, they actually, the one statement that is present in all three is... Um, I will say it in Arabic Allah al insan ala suratihi wa which means God created man 
as per his image mm. and therefore what did God do he created Correct. and therefore we are creators and I think the moment we become creators of our realities and that comes out of intentions of love and service and impact and how we d what how we contribute positively to others and the world around us I think this is what 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 I mean it it means to me and I know it means a lot of to create our own reality um, reality out of our God given uh, divine uh, forces I would say. Talk wellness with Anjan. Daily routines. Name something that you do every day without fail. I wake up at 5 a.m. without fail. I mean, as occasionally I might stay up like late, but like 5 a.m. is my wake up time. So that's your, you're the 5 a.m. club boy. 5 a.m. club boy. I only read the synopsis though, but I was convinced. So pursuit of relaxation is what I call this. I ask mm -hmm. all my guests, what are your thoughts on happiness? I think happiness is very much related to our state of mind. And we, I, I think we, 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 we can choose to focus on uh, all the stimuli that happens around us and be involved in it, whether it's uh, war on TV or um, um, pandemics or whatever, news. or we can choose to actually bring into our life and think about the things that make us happy. I think it's a, it's a matter of mindset and choice. Amazing. Stress buster is what I call this. Five tips or five ways that you have for yourself to get rid of stress. Okay, so I love badminton, so that's okay. the first thing. Exercise. Um, two, um, uh, the nature. Okay. Um, connecting with uh, close... Um, Like-minded human humans. Okay, yeah. three. Four. Uh, three. Th Th that was three, four. yes. Okay, so uh, what else? Uh, listening to uh, positive information. Okay. And five... Um, my daughter. Your daughter. Wow, <laughs> I love that. Okay. Uh, wellness Leaps, what's the one thing you did mm -hmm. that changed your life? Changed my mind. Mm -hmm. I think this is, uh, it's, it's, it's all in our mind. And I think the moment we start looking at ourselves and appreciating the, 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 what we have, I think we spend so little time appreciating the careers that we have built, our bank accounts, our cars our homes, the social life that we're being, and then we're still unhappy. Mm. And I think because we are lost in the future, uh, we're always, you know, uh, never present. We're almost never present. And I think to, and, and this is, this is for me was, was, was the biggest um, recovery kind of booster. It's to, to be, be in the moment. To be in the moment. And yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, if you have one big motto mm -hmm. or one big something you've written down on your phone or on, on mm -hmm. your wall or in your mirror, mm -hmm. what is that? You never know how strong you are until strength is all you have left. Wow. That's amazing. Roger, it's been a pleasure having you in the studios. Thank, Thank you, you so Anjan. much for dropping by for this edition of Talk Wellness. I appreciate it. Your last words of advice for everybody listening or watching. Um, I would say um, connect, um, feel um, what, what others around you are trying to tell you. I think we need to listen more to each other, connect more with each other and know that if someone is suffering and they're talking about it, that means that suffering is real no matter what you think. And the moment we start accepting that whether other people's happiness or sadness or misery is real, then we start listening with an opening, uh, open heart. And the first step to healing is connection, human connection and communication. So let uh, anyone facing any mental challenge, whether it's a depression or an anxiety or a mental illness, allow them, ask them, how do they feel? Mm. And then, and then, and then just 
listen <laughs> and on that on that note we just want to also tell you yeah. listen our doors are open if you're watching or listening to this you can reach out to us and we, i have really big ears you know and broad shoulders so i'm happy to listen to you doors are open without any judgment right yes, how can so people far. find you on social media we're on so far we're on instagram and on facebook reconnect.mea and we are also playing this role we support we guide people when they speak to us and they tell us we're facing this we sit and listen and then we guide them to the right uh, experts and practitioners Fantastic. this is our role we created the network we are advocates not the professionals ourselves that's right that's so right so you recommend our, them to profess. we recommend keep doing the great work you're doing all the best and thanks so much for being with us thank you so much wellness is more than just physical health It's your total well-being. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode, and I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only, and you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist, and healer before you make any drastic life changes. And we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles, and talk about it. That's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support. to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube and also please leave a review. This will help us grow. Our next episode will be out soon. It's episode 4 with Farah Abi Saab. She's a certified quantum healer, a self-development coach and energy worker and we will be talking about conscious choice and how to stop the BS. Thank you once again. for your listening and for your love stay relaxed namaste now it's about that time the talk wellness hour with anjan <laughs>